0: Welcome to Courageous Conviction. Remember that Jeff and I record each Saturday five episodes. So please hit the like button, subscribe, so you catch all five episodes. We usually start out with one theme or topic. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes to really understand it. Some things are more sensitive than others. Right now, what's going on in the world? So hit hit the like button, subscribe, and let's jump in to this video.
1: arm to the teeth. <laughs> uh, well,
0: my point being, though, that but, I think we're going to see, coming back to to where we went with this, you know, and are individuals children of God? Yes. Can he be disappointed in their choices? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he does. He, you know, I, I shared with you something that was and I shared, I feel I can share this and, and you know, I have a son I have a son and a daughter who, who went off the left field and that was due to my bad example at the time. Right. Um, the other, the other two. I'm talking about the four adult children now. My other two are still at home, and the so two and two, two are active. Temple recommends, and um, you know, I'm I'm very proud of them. The other two are completely as far from the church as anybody could become, and you know, it it breaks my heart more so with my twin, my other twin son, because. Because I really, really, they came along, you know, third. And I, so I had really kind of learned my lesson a little bit, but I was in Costa Rica at that time. So I wasn't here with them physically. Now, that's a huge mistake. And divorce is, is never a good option. Um, you know, I've, I've been there before more than once. And, I, you know, especially when I was just focused on my career, I just wanted to climb that ladder. And when we met in Costa Rica and, and so forth. And, and anyway, um, I just, I just—I kind of lost my train of thought. There. I just think that what's going to happen, Jeff, is you're going to have—and I'm jumping back over this—I lost my train of thought at the point—but you, what you're going to have is you're going to have these. I was just trying to say that these people we love them, but by no means like like it. You know, we're talking about the the woman at the well when Christ addressed that that situation, right? And 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 I think sometimes we 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 don't tell the whole story. We, we've done it here before. But, but I think that's also referred to, but he says, he says to her, not that I, I accept you in your sins. He didn't say that to her at all. He did not say that. He said, go and sin no more. Basically. I, I just, right. I just, I just gave you a second chance sister. Now, please, you know, here's, I'm sure he took a moment to teach her too. You know, We don't have all this. Yeah. I'm sure that the, that Christ took the moment to teach and, and, then tell her, send her on her way, right? To, to the, live the standard. He didn't say, I'm just going to accept you here in your sins. Just come to church and continue to sin. Because if you read doctrine and covenants, and i I'm, I'm drawing a blank now where it's at. Um, it's kind of a, a bad day to live my memory, but, um, you know, in doctrine and covenants, we are to, um, I'm losing my train of thought here too, bud. Jump with this. Run with this. Just completely lost my train of thought here twice now. So let's, let's go. So 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 coming back into this, I just feel like we're going to have a hard time going forward because it's going to really give an impression, and our youth are going to see this, and it's going to be pumped into them. They're going to go to school; and it's just going to be pumped into them. So we're going to exacerbate the problem instead of reducing the problem. We're going to let it's going to grow and fester before it. And hey, there's going to be a point where the church is going to have to come out and, and take a harder line. I, I when and when Christ comes, right, and we're preparing. That design and so forth for that second coming. When he comes, I'm sure that he's going to be loving, but I'm sure he's also going to say, Hey, you know, we know that one of the first things he's going to do is clean his temple. The cleansing of the temple is going to be first, right? And then the cleansing of his church. And so, what's that mean? Well, that's, you could go on a whole hold on another, another video podcast. That cleansing was going to take place, cleansing of America as well. But I just think this is going to cause more, going to cause a Problem the You know, it's kind of like when you got these all these shootings out there, like in the school shootings. Well, they get exacerbated because why? Because the media runs with it, mentions their names, and these people will think, well, if they're down on their luck, they feel like I get a little bit of fame if I go do something stupid like this, right? And so I think it's almost a lot of this is fad. A lot of this is just because just to jump on the ship and because they, they feel these kids feel they should be doing this and becoming to understand this. And that's dangerous, Jeff. That's dangerous for our youth.
1: Well, even people on the left are recognizing this. I mean, Bill Maher, I remember watching a video clip of his where he's talking about how, you know, just being gay, you know, which the difference between being gay and and same sex attraction and, and, and gender dysphoria are, are, are significantly different. You know, but but when he was talking about this in um a particular issue, I think it was kind of related. And and that was, you know, back in the fifties you know, there was this small number of people that, that uh, were gay. And then in the sixties, it changed. And, you know, that number grew and then in the seventies, it grew in the eighties, you know, and nineties and so on until where we're at now. And, and, know by the, by 2035 or 40 or something like that, everybody in the, you know, is going to be gay then, you know, so is it a fad, you know, uh, you know, yeah, and so I do, I do. I think uh, it is. It goes against the law. Like, it's just not it's natural. It just goes to this whole thing that, you know, um, we didn't have anybody that was gay in our country, you know, uh, on it anywhere near the level we do now. And and, and yeah, it is. A, it seems to be a fad. But, you know,
0: it's a fad and a lack of lack of control desire, because a lot of people are. Well, go ahead. I, I'm sorry
1: no i i think it is i mean i think there are some people that are legitimately you know a lot of people that are legitimately gay and uh or have the same-sex attraction um i think identifying ourselves as being gay you know i remember the bishop that did that uh you know uh, he became a state president um but he claimed that he never acted on any of those impulses you know um so you know and you took a lot of flack for that but you know and i'm sure there's been other instances here you know, with people that were members of the church that have decided to you know to get married and have families because eternal progression requires uh an exaltation that a man and a woman be married and not you know any other way um and that that can that part has to be untouched you know forever i mean that that is unchangeable that is doctrine that is solidified; it cannot change. And and if that were to change, then yeah. But there's also the other side of things where people can lose. Yeah, their if, that, faith. if
0: that were to change, then the church would cease to be the restored church. Of,
1: of course, it would. But the, and that's what people are worried about, you know. But it, you know, I'm saying that that's not going to change. It's no. only about including, you know, people that are of these communities. They need to be included because they're children of god and um that's just you know kind of the reason that you know if my if my cousin and 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 her significant other would show up here you know and give them a room and they would have a place to stay and you know if they're around my kids then you know hey we're gonna have that conversation not from a level of judgment you know but because you know we've known each other Forever, you know. You know, she grew up in the family. She went to Brigham Young University. I'm not the only member of the church that has somebody in their family that has made these choices. So we have to be inclusive on that level. It doesn't mean that we are going to change the gospel doctrine. We're not allowed to do that.
0: And I'm coming from my best friend in high school. Um, he he, during his mission, turned gay, right? We lived together, and he turned gay. And 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 the simple fact that he had always had a crush on me made me feel very uncomfortable. So our friendship came to an end, right? Because I did not have that confidence. Down our friendship, I did not want yeah. there. To be, I don't want to sit there and be looked at like I was some sort of a, of a of a sex object to him. And you know, I want to come to this point, Jeff. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run with this. And this is you know, my whole thing when especially when I was inactive is. I love women I mean I really like to go out and meet new women I just love being around women I, I like the I like that whole idea of the whole the conquer thing you know the whole go out and pursue and conquer and try to get to know them and so forth I love that and I when I was in Costa Rica and I was single you know I probably had 20 girlfriends friends that were you know we just would go out all the time and do things and I love that and you know my desires, Sexually are very strong that way. So I think the church should actually make a policy for people like me that's more accepting as well. And that I can actually, you know, dwell on my desires more and that that will help me get closer to God. That ain't going to happen, dude. I've got to learn to discipline my sexual desires, my sexual passion and live a standard. If I want to be celestial, I have to think celestial. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to make make that line gray now. And that's going to cause a lot of problems. I think it's going to exacerbate the problem in the church as far as our youth. And I don't want my kids around that. You know, if people want to live around that, you know, good luck with that. Am I going to go to church and I'm going to call a male, a sister? Sorry, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do a Jordan Peterson say, Sorry. You are a biological male, and I'm going to call you a male. Truth is truth. We're going to change truth now in the the wards, and our chapels. We can't speak the truth because we're afraid of somebody's feelings who is actually very, 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 I hate to say this. It's a weakness, Jeff. If I want to act on my sexual impulses, that's a weakness, and there's consequences to it. I would be excommunicated, breaking the covenant, right? And so then why are we going to make all these leniencies for certain groups and we're not going to for others? Because we can go into, you know, you can start, you can start making groupifying a lot of people now. This is opening Pandora's box, Yeah,
1: It can be, or it can be also a deviation for those of us that um, take a different position, you know, and don't believe that love is love. Um, not in the sense that people can't make their own choices or that we're in judgment, but it's not the same as being married, a man and a woman, because we look at things from an eternal perspective and that. You know, again, you know, we can't go to the temple and do our endowment and unless we're living the law of chastity on every level, um, and those things are not changeable, uh, and they never will change, so... You know the worry, though. You know, and I can understand the, the the worry that that hey, if we're now allowing for we have an actual place there to put a preferred name in in uh, the in in the temp or in the uh, church registration, um, it says that that is available for those people, right? It doesn't say anything thereafter that that says, okay. Now you can transgender and the rest, and and the rest of the people in the word have to call you by your pronouns preferred. Um, it doesn't say that, and it's not going to say that.
0: Okay, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. My wife, the pathway instructor, just had to go through hours and hours of compliance where it did state that anybody, so not to be non-offensive, and she is to refer to the gender they prefer. And so that's, of course, she just took the church and making new volunteers take. I don't like that either. I, if I'm a volunteer for something, don't make me, don't tell me what I can. I can't say, if the church is going to say, hey, the Constitution was founded by God, but well, we're going to go ahead and just pick and choose and take away from the First Amendment because, because these, these Marxist-leaning governments are doing that. And, and so the church can do the same thing because we're going to run the same aspect that, it, you know, just so we don't hurt their feelings. Well, hey, I have my feelings hurt. You know, I made some mistakes. I had to go back to a court. It was not easy. I had to live a standard if I wanted to get my get my blessings back and so forth. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we seem to be graying that standard. And, and I'm taking that stance that, hey, you know, here's, here's the thing. My dad told me this little story when I was younger. And for the longest time, I didn't get it until I fell off the cliff. But he said to me, you know, there's a man who showed up in an old Western town. And there were three wagon drivers. And he had to go up this, this pass. And this pass was very windy and very cliffy, very steep climb. And he interviewed three wagon drivers. Now I'm talking about wagons like with horses, right? Or some and, horse and buggy wagons, right? And he, the first drive, wagon dry, driver said, hey, I am so good. I've done that pass so many times, that pass, that I can hang my tires a half inch over the edge of the cliff and I don't fall off. And that was impressive. He went to the second guy. second guy said, "But I can't get a half inch over, but I can get a half inch close. Right? to the cliff and I don't fall off the third guy said look I'm not that talented I don't trust myself I stay clear on the other side so I don't fall off the cliff which driver do you think he took to cross the pass well it's obvious we're going to take the one that's the safest right and we're not doing that right now we seem to be pushing ourselves towards the cliff where there can be a lot more falling off when I, I you know church always deviated away from that i think that's where the problem is going to be jeff That that confusion that 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 signal that under president nelson we seem to be getting, where we never had this before under any other prophet right and i and i'm not saying i don't sustain president nelson i do i just do think we're going to come to a point now where we're going to really 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 need to put our testimonies in the Book of Mormon, and have the Spirit with us. We're going to have to do our homework. We can't just sit there and go along with this is because we just go along with it. We're just as guilty of a sin of omission as we are sins of commission, right? We need to take a stand here to help build Father's kingdom. If we're not going to help build Father's kingdom, then what good are we? I thank you for being with us on Courageous Conviction. Remember, there's five episodes each week that we put out. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes, so stay with us, hit the thumbs up, Subscribe and don't miss tomorrow's episode on Courageous Conviction.